ready to take a ride. Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, you can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening, you're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. in prayer of course i would father we just thank you for this opportunity to come before your people tonight throughout the whole world the internet reaches the whole world we may be hitting south america we may be hitting australia we may be hitting india and china and and africa and europe all parts of the four corners of the earth tonight to bring forth the only truth the only real truth on the face of the earth the gospel of jesus christ and him crucified we thank you oh god as you spread this word hallelujah to the masses of people out there in radio land we give you praise honor and glory to prepare hearts to receive the message oh god the message that might turn somebody's life around that might bring somebody out of the miry pits of hell into your marvelous light. I thank you right now for this opportunity you're giving us, O Lord. Anoint the word, anoint it with power from on high, and in advance for what you're about to do, we give you the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name I pray, and the people said, amen Amen. and amen and amen. Over to you, my friend. Welcome back. Well, again, it's an honor to be before the people of God tonight in Internet land. And we know, hallelujah, that God's word is a powerful, it's the most powerful thing on the face of the earth. The word of God can set people free. The word of God can bring life to the dead. The word of God can turn people's lives around. I know myself, 35 years ago, I walked into an African-American church in Saratoga Springs, New York, USA, lost and going to hell, was going to split hell wide open in the depths and deepest part of sin that you could possibly imagine. But Jesus got a hold of my life that night, July of 1989. He got a hold of my life. He turned my life around and gave me a fresh start. And he said to me that night, he said, all your sins are placed into the sea of forgetfulness in other words i don't see your sin anymore your sins are washed by my precious blood and that very night i had a born again experience i became born again i was born once in my mother's womb but that night in 1989 my spirit became alive the spirit of the living god brought came came into my heart and i became a temple of god's holy spirit in other words i became a complete human being that night for 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 30 odd years i walked in darkness for 30 odd years I walked in sin and degradation I don't even want to think about some of the things I did I did them I'm not going to deny I did them but I know one thing God forgave me that very night in 1989 and he said to me it's just as if it never happened that's the power of the blood of Jesus Christ that's the power of what Christ can do in somebody's life he can take your 
sin and wash it away. And he says, like it never happened before. He places your sin into the sea of forgetfulness forever and ever and ever. He says, I'll separate your sin from you as far as the east is from the west. I did subsequently from my, to my salvation experience, I did 26 years of going to a maximum security prison every Tuesday night and one Sunday morning a month. 26 years, a place called Great Metal Correctional Facility, where it was a maxi, it was a maximum prison, it was with rapists, it was with murderers, it was with people that had done some some very grievous deeds on this on the face of this, this earth. But I got news for you, when we got in that room on a Tuesday night and the glory of God would fall on those men, and I would see hardcore criminals crying and weeping before the Lord, I'd see hardcore click, criminals bending down and just giving God, giving God thanks that he saved their soul that they were once lost but now they're found I may never meet those guys again this side of eternity but I know when I do go to heaven we're going to have a rejoicing time in glory hallelujah because we had some dynamite times there on Tuesday night sinners saved by grace that's what I like to say I'm a sinner saved by grace the grace of the almighty God saved my soul and out there in radio land if you're lost tonight without Jesus you can have the same experience that I had in 1989 the same experience that those men at Great Metal Correctional Facility had during the 26 years that I went up there on Tuesday evenings. Jesus is not a respecter of persons. He died for the whole world. He, he, he said, he, he, God says, I sent my son, I sent my only begotten son, hallelujah, that whoever should believe on him should never perish, but have everlasting life. Our job tonight is to believe, receive the victory that Christ, Christ performed at Calvary's cross, receive the deliverance that took place that day at the cross, and receive, hallelujah, the forgiveness of our sin and eternal life. He paid it all. Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. The, the songwriter said, though my sin was crimson red, he washed me white as snow. Isn't that a beautiful thing out there in internet land? It's like it never happened. I don't know what you did. I don't know what you did in your life. I know what I did. Though the Bible talks about what David did. David himself was a murderer. He he got, he got, he was an adulterer first of all. He, he, he he had relations with a married woman, uh, 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 and then and then he was trying to cover it up. He was trying to cover it up, and he he had the married woman's hus- husband killed, Uriah the Hittite. He put him in the heat of the battle, and he had everybody else back off, and he killed the wife of uh, the, the, the 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 husband of the woman that he had had relations with. So not only was he an adulteress with Bathsheba, he was also a murderer. He had her husband killed. But God, God says he's a man after my own heart, and I pondered that for a long, long time. How could this man be a man after God's own heart, after the dastardly thing that he did? He committed adultery. He committed murder. And now God says he's a man after my own heart. I'll tell you why. Because David had a repentant heart. David had a humble heart. David was sorry, sorry for his sin. He got on his knees and asked God for forgiveness. He said, create in me a clean heart, O Lord, in the the 53rd Psalm. I believe it's... he says, renew a right spirit in me. 43rd, I think 43rd Psalm. He said, creating me a clean heart, renew a right spirit in me. In other words, he was asking God to forgive him, take that heart, that ugly heart out of him, and, and, and create a clean heart in him. And when God heard his cry, that's exactly what he did. He restored David to fellowship with him. He restored the communion that they once had had before. Why? Because God is a forgiving God. Whatever you've done in the past, just place 
it at the foot of the cross and say, Jesus, forgive me, wash me by your blood, take me, hallelujah, just the way I am, and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And the powerful blood of Jesus will wash you from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. I don't know what you did out there, but I know what I've done, and I know I'm forgiven. That's why I rejoice every day, because I was a sin-sick sinner. I did some dastardly things, like I said a few minutes ago, when I was before I had Jesus in my life. But the beauty part about a Christian walk is Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. Though my sin was crimson red, he washed me white as snow. Somebody out there in Radio Land needs to hear that tonight, because the devil comes as the great condemner. He wants to kill, steal, and destroy, and he'll always lay your sin before you. You did this, you did that, well, you did those, you had you had uh, adulterous affairs, you, 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 you gambled, you drank, you womanized, you don't, I heard those things over and over again when the devil tries to attack me in the night season, but it leads me to a story I heard many years ago by Martin Luther. Martin Luther was in the middle of prayer, in the middle of um, the, in, in, in the night season, and all of a sudden the devil was, 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 was telling him all the things that he did wrong. He ran a litany of all the sins that Martin Luther had committed throughout his life, and all of a sudden a righteous anger rose up in Martin Luther, and he stood up. He said, devil, you know something? You're right about each one of those accusations. I committed every one of those sins. Every one that you just mentioned to me, I committed them one by one. I'm guilty as charged, but I want you to know one thing. You're missing the post per you're missing the the the, the 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 you're missing the real deal you're missing the end of the story because i'm forgiven i'm washed by the blood of jesus christ my sins are gone god sees them no more god don't see my sin and i don't see my sin so you can do all the accusing you want to do devil but i got news for you tonight i'm washed by the blood of the lamb and i'm heaven bound in spite of what i did that's the power of the blood of jesus christ martin luther gave it right back to the devil and the devil just ran Ran out, the, ran out of the room because he knew he was defeated because Martin Luther told the truth. Hallelujah. Though your sins be as scarlet, I'll wash them white as snow. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ is the only one that can forgive sin. No man can forgive your sin. No person on the face of the earth can forgive your sin. Only Jesus can forgive your sin because he's the only one, child of God, that died for you. He's the only one that went to the cross and shed his precious blood. And while he was on that cross, by the way, he took upon the sin of the world. Your sin, my sin, the world's sin, talking about Hitler and, and Pol Pot and all these, Napoleon, all these people, these dictators and these ruthless people that killed millions. You can imagine the sin, the sin debt that Jesus was paying as he laid on that cross and he's got, his arms are, are nailed to the tree and his feet are on the cross and he's trying to grab breath, but also he's got the weight, the weight of sin, the sin of mankind upon his shoulders and for three hours his father can't look upon him because the father can't look upon sin and, and, and Jesus said Lord why have you forsaken me because his father couldn't look at the sin that was upon his son Jesus and the agony must have been beyond belief we can't imagine what that agony must have been like the sin debt was being paid at Calvary 2,000 years ago your debt and my debt the, debt, the Bible says we've all sinned and fall short of the glory of God the Bible says hallelujah 
hallelujah, that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. Why? Because he laid on that cross. He paid the price. He said, it's within my power to call legions of angels down to take me off of this tree. But I'm going to pay the price. I'm going to pay the price because 2,000 years later, he sees into the future with you and I on this internet radio program and people out there in need of the finished work of Jesus Christ, what he did at the cross. So he said, I'm going to stay on this cross. I'm going to pay the price. I'm going to shed my blood for people out there in Radio Land on on February 5th, 2024. He died for the sin of the whole world. He died for your sin out there in Internet Land. He died for you. He loves you so much that while you were yet a sinner, he died for you. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. I feel the Spirit of God is touching somebody out there listening to this message right now. You wanted to give up. You, you, You feel like it's too late. You made too many mistakes. No mistake is too big for the blood of Jesus not to be able to forgive you and cleanse you and make you whole once again. Remember, whatever you did, hallelujah, the blood of Jesus is powerful enough to take it away and make you, hallelujah, whole and righteous in Jesus' mighty name. In fact, the Bible says you and I are made the righteousness of God. We are in right standing with him, even though we may mess up once in a while, because we've received him as our Lord and our Savior. We take his righteousness and we claim it for ourselves. I walk in the righteousness of God. I'm made righteous because of what Jesus did for me 2,000 years ago. Somebody get a witness. Not my righteousness, his righteousness. But because I've received him as my Lord and my Savior, I walk in the righteousness of God. I'm in right standing with him. Hallelujah to God. I am a child of God. The devil wants to attack me with with, with my past. I always say, hallelujah, my past is long, long gone. My sin is forgiven by the blood of Jesus Christ. And somebody get a witness out there in television land tonight. In Jesus' name, I pray. That was for somebody, Pastor Shannon, and I don't know who it was for, but I know somebody had to hear it out there. To God be all the glory. Hallelujah. You know, there's a song that's been on my heart before I go into this message from the 34th Division of Psalm. Oh, Jesus, 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 help me sing this song as we enter the presence of God. Thank you, Jesus. I will come and bow down at your feet, Lord Jesus. In your presence there is fullness of joy. And there is nothing, there is no one who compares with you. I take pleasure in worshiping you, Lord. I will come and bow down at your feet, Lord Jesus. In your presence there is fullness of joy. And there is nothing, there is no one who compares with you. I take pleasure in worshiping. I take pleasure in worshiping. I take pleasure in worshiping you, Lord. I will come and bow down at your feet, Lord Jesus. In your presence there is fullness of joy. 
And there is nothing, there is no one who compares with you. I take pleasure in worshiping, and I take pleasure in worshiping, I take pleasure in worshiping you, Lord. How, how, how many can I get a prayer, get a get a word of agreement out there in internet land? Do you take pleasure in worshiping God, glorifying his name, being grateful for what he did for you, being grateful that you were one law, once lost and now you're found, being grateful that you were once blind and now you see, being grateful that God has given you a new fresh start in life. And all those wrong things that you did in the past are totally forgiven and forgotten by the Lord. Jesus Christ loves you with an unconditional love. He forgave David. He'll forgive you. He's forgiven many, many people through the course of the last 2,000 years because of his blood. His blood is the most powerful cleansing agent on the face of the earth. It's the precious, spotless blood. The lamb slain, the lamb of God slain from the foundation of the world. He's the only one that could take the sin to the cross because he was without sin. He lived 33 years on the face of the earth. He never committed one sin in word, thought, or deed. He walked a sinless life. Can you imagine that? He was tempted just like you and I were have been tempted, but he never fell to temptation. He never he never got angry. He never got bitter. He never got he never was lustful. He carried hallelujah the godly attitude he was man here on earth he set aside his deity but he still lived without sin because he was depending upon his father throughout his whole earthly ministry and because he depended upon the father to keep him pure and holy lived a holy godly life and when he went to that cross he was without sin and he took our sin to that cross and he laid there for that period of time, died for you and I, shed his precious blood. A songwriter said, one drop of his blood bought me and you a million years. We can't imagine what the years are like because we think in uh, we, we, we think in finite times. We think of a day, a month, a, a year, a million years. And it still will go on and on and on. Because when we pass out into eternity, we leave time. There's no time in eternity. There's no day month week year no it's timeless and the songwriter got a witness to that and he said one drop of your blood bought me a million years can you believe that a million years from now we're going to be up there in glory ruling and reigning with god and sadly the people without jesus are going to be separated from him that million years that's why it's so important that we get this word out to the hurting people of this world there's so many people out there that are hurting that are dying each and every day without christ and they spend eternity the rest of eternity separated from him you might say that's a hard judgment pastor pat well the argument isn't with pastor pat it's with the word of god because jesus said i'm the way the truth and the life no one come unto the father except by me 
There's no other way, child of God. You can't get there through Buddha. You can't get there through Muhammad. You can't get there through Harry Christian, all these other fake religions, Hinduism and Buddhism and all the, they're all false religion preventing people from seeing the real truth that it's Jesus Christ and him crucified is the only way to eternal life. And he said it, and if you don't believe it, then you call Jesus a liar. I like to say either Jesus is telling the truth or he's the biggest liar that ever ever existed on the face of the earth because people have been believing that lie for 2,000 years. I believe he is the truth. I believe he is the way. He is the life. And because I believe it, I know that I've got eternal life. My last breath here, child of God, is going to be my first breath in eternity. When I, I, a buddy of mine went, went, went out to eternity a couple of weeks ago, and I was there a little couple, couple, a couple, about an hour after he died, and I touched his head, and it was cold. His head was actually ice cold. I'll tell you why it was ice cold. Because the spirit inside of him, inside of that suit of clay, inside of that flesh for 81 years, that spirit was released out of his body. And if he knew Jesus, he went to be with the Lord. If he didn't, he separated from God forever and ever and ever. You see, when I touched his body, the spirit had already left. That's why the vessel was cold. And that cold thing is going to go into the ground. And the Bible says ashes to ashes, dust to dust. But when you go to a cemetery, you might you might say you have some reminiscences about your family. There's nothing in that grave except a carcass that's going to rot away and ash, again become ashes the ashes and dust to dust the spirit of that individual either went to be with the lord or is separated from god forever and ever and ever because the bible says that not pastor pat read it in the word of god there's only one way to eternal life that's through jesus christ and him crucified i pray that everybody on the on the prayer t- on this on this radio station gets a witness to that this evening because it's the most powerful truth on the face of the earth one way to eternal life Christ and him crucified. No other way. You might say I'm narrow-minded. Well, the Bible's narrow-minded. The Bible is narrow-minded. Yes, I am, because I believe this word from Genesis to Revelation, and I believe that Jesus Christ paid the price. He's the only way to eternal life, and I pray everybody out there tonight in Internet land has the same witness. Will you go with me? We're going to be fairly brief tonight, but it's a message, hallelujah, that I've shared it before, but I believe God's given me some greater insight into it and we're coming out of the 34th division of psalm a psalm of david amen a psalm of david hallelujah to jesus and we're going to read the 34th division of psalm lord jesus help us tonight with this word use this word to touch hearts tonight use this word to heal the sick and bind up the brokenhearted use this word to do mighty work in the happier in behalf of your people in jesus name i pray And the word of God reads, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Verse 4, remember this one. Verse 4, I sought the Lord. He heard me and delivered me from all of my fears. They looked unto him and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. And now, verse 6, this poor man cried. Again, the Lord heard him 
and saved him out of all of his troubles. Say all. The angel of the Lord encampeth round of them that fear him and delivereth them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusts in him. I'm going to say that again. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusts in him. Oh, fear the Lord, ye his saints, for there's no want to them that fear him. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. These are promises from God. Get a hold of these promises and put them in your heart and receive them tonight. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. The Bible says no good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. Come, ye children, hearken unto me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is he that desireth life and loveth many days that he may see good? Keep thy tongue from evil and thy lips from speaking guile. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears, again, are open to their cry. He said this over and over again, that the Lord hears. His ears are open to your cry. He's listening to you when you pray. God's ear is open when you pray to God. That's what this psalm is all about. We see it in verse 4. He sought the Lord. He prayed to the Lord. The Lord heard him and delivered him out of all of his fears. We see it in verse 6. The poor man cried. The Lord heard him again and saved him out of all of his troubles. He says in verse 15, his ears are open unto their cry. The face of the Lord is against them to do evil, to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. But here we go again, 17, the righteous cry, the righteous pray, the righteous call on God. And what does he do? He hears and delivers them out of all of his troubles. There's verse 4, verse 6, verse 15, and verse 17. The Lord hears. The Lord hears and delivers and sets free and heals and answers your prayer. 4, 6, 15, and 17. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and saveth such as be a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord does what? He delivers us out of them all, not some, not a few. Whatever you're going through tonight, he will deliver you. Jesus, I feel it tonight. He keepeth all his bones, not one of them is broken. Evil shall slay the wicked, and they that hate the righteous shall be desolate. The Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants, and none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. That's a powerful portion of scripture that 34th division of psalm you can lay claim to that tonight you go to bed tonight you put your hill you put your head on that pillow with this psalm hallelujah you'll sleep like a baby because it's here over and over and over again i sought the lord i cried unto the lord and the lord heard me and delivered me from not some of my fears not many of my fears but all my fears the devil wants to lay fear upon you. Oh, you're going to get sick. You're going to die. Oh, you're going to lose your job. You're not going to have enough money. Oh, your children aren't going to make it. Your children are going to get in accidents. Your children aren't saved and they're not walking with Jesus. They're going to hell. And you, the devil will lay all these things on you. But as you seek the Lord, you he hears you and he delivers you from all of your fears. 
fear, I like what, 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 what somebody said about fear. It is false evidence appearing real. False evidence appearing real. That's what fear is. They say that I heard somebody say one time, I think it was a preacher, he said, about 95% of the things that we actually fear never come to pass. Because the devil was always attacking us with fear. He's, he's always saying, this isn't going to happen right. That isn't going to happen. What are you going to do now? You're in a jackpot. I can imagine what he said to Joseph in the Old Testament when Joseph was lingering in that jail cell for 12 long years. He had gotten the promise from, 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 uh, from God that he was going to be the head of his whole household. He was the youngest son, and he was going to be the head of his whole household, leading twelve to the, leading his 11 brothers. And, and, and all of a sudden, he finds himself in, a, in an Egyptian prison, not for a year, not for Six years, 12 years he was there. And you can imagine how the enemy used to torment. He must have tormented him and torment. Where are you? What are you going to do now? You you hang on to that promise from God and you're lingering in this jail. You'll never get out of here. There's no way you're going to get out of here. The, 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 the Potiphar thinks you raped his wife and you're never going to get out of here. You, you, you're all done. And I can imagine that he was listening to that. But the, the Bible shows us that he never lost his trust in God throughout that whole 12-year experience. But I'm going to tell you one thing. When the door opened, I say when the door opened, it opened wide. Joseph, in a matter of one day, he went from the prison to the palace. He went from the prison right to being the most second most powerful man in, in all of Egypt because God was always on his side. You see, child of God, you may be going through a trial right now. You may be going through a struggle right now, and you don't think there's any end to it. It's never going to come to an end. But I got news for you. Ultimately, God is in control. And when he wants that door to open, when he wants to relieve you of whatever you're going through, he he can do it just with a twinkling of an eye, just like he did with Joseph. One day he's bound in jail. The next day he's the second most powerful man in all of Egypt. He went from the prison to the palace. And God will do the same thing in your life if you lay claim to these promises. When you begin to seek God, realize one thing, he hears you and he delivers you from all of your fears. Job said, when he tried me like fire, you see, he tries him with fire. He's like, come out like pure gold. You might be in a real test right now. You might be going through something and you don't see any way out. In fact, you see yourself going further down and down and out. I've been there, by, by the way. I know what it's like, but remember one thing, God will only allow the devil to go just so far with you. With Job, he said, yes, do this, do this, do that, but you, can only, you can't take his life. So he allowed all of, his, all of his money and all of his power to be taken away from him. His body was racked with, with sickness. Yes, he did go through a real rough time, but the devil wasn't allowed to kill him. And we see as Job kept his faith throughout the whole book of Job, in the end, everything was restored to him doublefold. And he lived lived a long, glorious life after he went through that trial. I got news for you. Your trial is only for a season. For Joseph, it was 12 years. I think for, for, for Job, somebody said it was like 18 months. I don't know exactly how long it was, but eventually the trial came to an end. Hallelujah. And we see how God restores. When the trial ends, he restores. He gives the people back what they had lost. In fact, he puts them in a better position than when they went into the trial. Joseph, we see, he goes 
comes in one way. He spends all those years in jail, but he never lost his faith in God. And all of a sudden, he's the second most powerful man in all of Egypt. And he's able to help his 11 brothers when they come over. When the famine hit the land, he was able to help them and give them the food that they they needed. And as it turned out, he was the leader of that family. As the 12th child, he was the leader. It wasn't exactly the way God always calls it, because usually it's the firstborn that's the leader. No, God took Joseph, and he made him the head of that household. I'll tell you, God can turn things around in your life. You may see yourself as a second-class citizen. You may see yourself as a nothing. The world might see you as nothing, but I got news for you. He says he'll take the I'm going to confound the wise with the foolish things of this world. I think of myself, I think of myself as a sin sick sinner many, many years ago, drinking, gambling, wasting away my life as a bookmaker and just wasting away, just, just living to satisfy this flesh, never thinking about God, never putting him, in, him into my, my, my thought process. But one day, I say one day, in July of 1989, oh, the light went on, the light bulb went on, and I looked up and there Jesus Christ was waiting for me with his train filling the temple and I said yes Lord I cried out to him I cried out to him for salvation I tried out cried out to him for forgiveness for forgiveness and that very day he saved my soul and throughout the process of a few years he he allowed me to learn the word of God and then he turned me into an evangelist that went into the prisons and saw many multitude of men get saved by the precious blood of Jesus Christ he took me a foolish individual with nothing to offer but a sin-sick self and say, God, take me the way I am and make something out of nothing. I gave him my nothing. He made something out of it. Am I perfect now? No, I still make mistakes along the way. I still struggle with certain things, but I tell you one thing. I know I'm heaven-bound. I know God can still use me to witness to people that Jesus Christ is the answer to all of their problems. I thank God that he took a foolish soul like Pat Roach and made something out of me and as long as I have breath in my lungs I don't know how many years I got left I'm 74 years old I know God is with me I know he will use me and I know he continues to anoint me with power from on high because there's much work to be done in the kingdom and I'm just glad to be a small part of it again we go back into the word we see he says in verse 6 the poor man cried again the Lord heard him and saved him out of all say all say all whatever your problem is Put it in that particular word, all my troubles. Whether you've got a sickness in your body, whether you've got a problem in your home situation, whether you've got a situation financially, whether you've got problems with your children or your grandchildren, whether there's something going on in your life that you have no control over and you don't see the answer and you don't see any way out, I got news for you. Jesus Christ is your answer because Jesus Christ will take you, hallelujah, and turn things around. He'll turn it around. And then when you come out on the other side, you're going to say he was there all the time. There's a song. And I don't remember the words. All I know is part of it. He was there all the time. And I got news for you. When you receive Christ as your Lord and your Savior, you become a temple of God's Holy Spirit, and he is there all the time. He's with you when you're going through. He's with you on the mountaintop. He's with you in the valley. He's with you in the middle. Hallelujah. Because he says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'm with you to the end of the world. Somebody ought to get a witness to that today. Jesus. 
Jesus Christ never leaves you. You may feel sometimes like he's a million miles away, but he's always there. He's always there. He's encouraging you. He's strengthening you. Sometimes when you feel like he's a million miles away, that's when he's carrying you. I love the the, the, the poem of the of the, the the man on the beach. The, the, he was walking. He was walking on the beach, and he, he was walking with Jesus. And he said to Jesus, he said, "You know, Lord, it seemed like uh, when I was going through my roughest times, you weren't there. I only saw one set of foot the footprints. Where were you when I was going through my real struggles?" And Jesus looked upon him and said, "My son, that was my set of footprints. You didn't have the strength to carry yourself. You didn't have the strength to move one foot forward to the next foot. I was carrying you. That's why you only saw one set of footprints there. It was my footprints into the sand because you were too weak to go. I've been there, child of God. I've been there, saints out there in internet land where I didn't want to take another step forward. I didn't want to live another day. I wanted to just have a pity party, and I had a pretty good pity party, I will tell you. But I look back on it right now, and I say, yes, God was there because he saw me through that trial, and he made me stronger because of that trial. And how do I know he saw me through? I'll tell you how I know it. I'm here tonight preaching Christ and him crucified. That's how I know he saw me through. I didn't even want to live at the time, but God saw me through to the other side. And I can honestly say to you, like that songwriter said, he was there all the time. Hallelujah. Even though I didn't feel him, even though I didn't think he was there, he was there all the time. Come on, say it with me. Say it with me right now without their internet. He was there all the time. I say it again. He was there all the time. If you believe it, give him a shout of praise tonight. Come on, give the Lord a hallelujah shout. I feel the spirit of the Lord upon this word tonight. Amen. All of your troubles, all of your troubles. Again, not some of them, all of your troubles. Bring them to the altar. Bring all your needs to the altar. That's all you've got to do. When you cry out to God, say, Lord, I don't really know what to do here. I don't have the answer, but I know you do. So I'm going to wait on you. I'm going to wait until you say move. I'm going to ask you to show me the way because you said, if I lack wisdom, ask you for it and you're going to give it to me liberally. Lord, I know what I know not, I know not what to do, but my eyes tonight are upon you. When you put your eyes upon Jesus, you're going to see him operate in your behalf and he's going to give you the answer to your problem. All you got to do is trust him tonight. Cry out to him. You know he's hearing you and he's in the process of saving you out of not some of your troubles, not many of your troubles, but all of your troubles. You might say, Pastor Pat, you don't know what I'm going through. No, I don't know what you're going through, but I know what I've been through, and I've seen the glory, the, the, the Lord of glory come through for me, and if he came through for me and tens of millions of other people throughout the last 2,000 years, why do you think he won't come through for you? Come on now. Are you special? Does God hate you? Does God dislike you so much that well, he's never going to help you when he helped all the tens of millions of people throughout the last 2,000 years? No, no. He's not a respecter of persons. If he did it for Job, if he did it for Joseph, if he did it for Daniel and the lion's den, if he did it for the three Hebrew boys, he'll do it for you. He will do it again. Why? Because he loves you unconditionally. Never forget the love of God. I want to say never. 
never forget the love of God because it's an unconditional love. It's a love that only God, hallelujah, can look upon you and say, oh, Jesus, hallelujah. Gee, I love you. I love you even though you made mistakes along the way. I love you even though you've messed up in the past. I love you even though you've committed some sins in the past. Why? Because Jesus Christ, hallelujah, is a forgiving God. I love what a, what a preacher said one time, when you can't trust, when you can't trace what God is doing in your life, you can always trust his character. His character is love, L-O-V-E. And I'm not talking about the kind of love we have here on earth. Most of our love here on earth is a sort of a reciprocal thing. If you love me, I'll love you. If I love you, you're going to love me. No, God loves us without condition, amen? Unconditional love, amen? In spite of the frail people that we are, in spite of people that make mistakes along the way, he loves us. Why? Because he died for you and me. You can always trust the man that died for you. You can't trust man because man will fail you. Your mother, your father sometimes will fail you. Your husband, your wife might fail you. But Jesus will never fail you because he loves you unconditionally. It's called agape love. It's a love without condition in spite of the mistakes you made, in spite of what, you, what you've done to hurt, hurt God and hurt his Holy Spirit. He still loves you. And all you've got to do is receive that love. Don't taste and see that the Lord is good. Drink in the presence of God tonight. I feel like we ought to take a praise break right now. Lift those hands up wherever you are out in internet land. You might be in Australia. You might be in India. You might be in Africa right now. You might be in South America. Lift up those hands. And as you lift up those hands, you're going to have the Holy Spirit is about to just envelop you with his love. Oh, taste. Drink. Drink right now from the well of God. He's pouring his spirit upon you right now. He's pouring pouring a fresh unction, a fresh, fresh anointing into you right now. He's replacing all the junk in your heart right now with goodness. Hallelujah. He's creating in you a clean heart. He's renewing with you a right spirit. He's doing for you what you were not able to keep those hands lifted up and taste and see that the Lord is good. Taste and see what he's doing for you right now. He's filling you afresh. He's anointing you with power from on high. He's giving you all the tools necessary to fulfill your destiny right now. He's taking out the bad and putting it out, putting in with the good. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Receive right now the anointing of God. Receive the blessings of God. Receive what only God can do for you. Your, 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 your hands lifted up. You're like a funnel right now. You're like a funnel right now receiving from God. God's glory is descending upon you. God's ability, God's strength, God's might is flowing into you right now. Receive it out there in internet land. Receive a fresh unction of power. Receive a fresh unction of a, an anointing of God that only he can give you. The power of the living God upon your life. This night this night receive lord receive 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 yes 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 they that seek the lord shall not want any good thing the word of god says no good thing will he withhold from them to walk uprightly good things i'm talking about good things from god it's not always material things it might be peace it might be joy. It might be comfort in the time of trial. No good thing. No good thing will he withhold from them that walketh uprightly. You see, the young lions do lack and I'll suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. 
Come on now, receive the good things from God. Receive the blessings of God. They're rich and they addeth no sorrow unto it. I spent time in Africa. I've been to Africa three times. And I saw people that didn't have a lot of material things, but they had good things in their life, I tell you. They'd walk five miles to get to church. And they'd come into that church with the joy of the Lord on their heart. You saw the grins and the smiles, and you could see the Shekinah glory upon them. They were true children of the Most High God. And they were depending upon God every day for their daily bread, every day for the roof over their head. But they knew God was their Savior. They knew Jesus died for them. And I saw more peace in their hearts than people I see right here on earth with millions of dollars in the bank. What did Peter say to the man at the gate, beautiful? He said, silver and gold I don't have. I've got, I haven't got silver and gold to, for you out there in internet land tonight. But I give you Jesus. I give you Jesus. He's all I can give you. But he's all you need. Once you have Jesus, you receive everything else. You'll receive your daily sustenance. You'll receive the peace of God that passes understanding. You'll receive the joy of the Lord. You'll receive the comfort of God being with you. These are all the things that God has for you. And he wants to bestow it upon you. Tonight he wants to give it to you. All the good things. But all we got to do is trust him tonight. He says again, the eyes of the Lord are upon you and I, and his ears are open to our cry. Do you realize tonight when you call out to God, he hears you? Many people don't believe that. They feel, ah, it's a lot of nonsense. It don't work for me. It worked for so-and-so, but it don't it'll work for anybody because he's not a respecter of person, child of God. Your prayer goes right up to the Lord like an arrow, like an arrow. When you begin to croak like a crow, an intense prayer, a short, urgent prayer. This man in this, in this, in this psalm kept on croaking until he got results. It was a prayer of importunity or persistence. Some of us give up after saying a half-hearted prayer and seeing no change. God might be testing your faith. Don't quit. I say don't quit. Be persistent and wait on the answer. He'll never disappoint you. God will never disappoint you. One of my favorite preachers is Jimmy Swagger. Many people know Jimmy Swagger. He's been around for 60-odd years. He's 89 years old, still preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I heard him one night sharing the word of God, and he said something that stuck right in my craw, and I've hung on to it ever since. He said, if you don't quit, God won't quit. Very simple. If you don't quit, God won't quit. Get a hold of that child of God. Keep on asking. Keep on knocking. Keep on seeking. Don't give up. Be like that woman with the judge. When she went to the unrighteous judge, she kept knocking at that door. She wasn't going to give up until she got her answer. And eventually the judge just gave up. And he said, I can't take any more. This woman badgering me, I'm going to give her what she wants. 
And the Lord says, how much more a holy God who hears his children crying out to him day and night, won't he answer their prayers speedily? God wants to answer your prayer, but sometimes he's going to test your faith. Sometimes he's going to say, wait, 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 continue to believe me, continue to trust me, hang on to the horns of the altar, because I'm working out things behind the scenes that you know not of. You don't know what I'm doing behind the scenes. All you can see is straight ahead. You don't see around that next corner. I do, because I see the end from the beginning. I know your end. You don't know it. So now when you don't see the end, you put your trust in me because I see that end. And it's a glorious end because he says, I know the plans I have for you to prosper you and not harm you, to give you a hope and a future. Jeremiah 29 and 11. Our job is to cry unto him and watch God deliver us out of all of our troubles. Watch him do for us what we're not able to do for ourselves. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but he delivers us out of them all. Somebody get a hold of that tonight. Oh, oh, oh. He delivered Joseph from the jail. He delivered the three Hebrew boys out of the fiery furnace. He delivered Daniel out of the lion's den. He, he, he brought three million people across the Red Sea. Come on now, child of God. Is anything too hard for God? I ask you this again. Is anything too hard for God? He's the God of the impossible. You might be in an impossible situation tonight. I'm not, and I'm not minimizing it by any way, shape, or form. But I want you to know one thing. He is the God of the impossible. And if you continue to trust him, if you continue to believe him, you will see the salvation of the Lord in your behalf. And then you're going to have a testimony. Because the Bible says in Revelation 12 and 11 that they overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. If you don't go through a test, you never have a testimony. I remember Bishop Bird, rest his soul, my pastor in Saratoga, he said, no mess, no message. No mess, no message. Sometimes God will allow us to get into a mess. Some of it, some of it, uh, 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 because we 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 brought ourselves there. Some uh, some of it because He ordains it. The mess comes in order to make a message out of it. The test comes in order to make a testimony out of it. If I didn't go through what I went through many, many times in my life, I wouldn't be able to share with the power and the ability that God's given me here tonight. You know why? Because I know it's real. I know what he's done for me. And if he's done it for me in the past, he'll do it again. That's another song I love. He'll do it again. We may not know when, we may not know how, but we know he will do it again. And he'll do it again for you, child of God. Why? Because he loves you. Come on. The Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants, and none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. This psalm, I want you to go to bed tonight with this psalm on your heart. Read it. Let it matriculate into your heart. Chew it like a cow with the, the, chewing his cud. Chew it and read it and read it and read it and see how the Lord is about to answer your cry as you continue to cry unto him you cry hallelujah god is not a deaf god god's ears were cupped to his cry heaven is only deaf when need is dumb i'm gonna say that again heaven is only deaf when need is dumb when you don't say anything heaven is deaf but when you speak, when you speak life out of your, the Bible says there's the power of life and death in your tongue. 
We eat the fruit thereof. Begin to speak life over your situation. Begin to speak God's word over your situation. And if we don't cry out, he cannot hear us and ultimately answer. The joy of our Christian walk is restored when we realize that the Lord hears those who cry out to him day and night and he answers speedily. Begin to cry out to God. Begin to call on him and see him do for you what you're not able to do for yourself. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. He loves you, child of God. He loves you with an unconditional love. And he's waiting for you to cry out to him. Jesus Christ loves you. We love you. And we thank God that we've had this opportunity to come on the radio land tonight to bring a message of hope. I turn it over to Pastor Shannon. This is a powerful word, Brother Pat. What would you like to title this in the archive for today? Well, that's a good question. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. I'm going to title this message, hallelujah, the righteous cry. 60 and the, seconds. I say the righteous cry, and the Lord delivers them out of all their troubles. Awesome. Out of all their troubles. His tr- their troubles. Excellent. Okay, if you're coming in late tonight, we're going to get this up within the next hour, and I'll send you a copy, Brother Pat. Uh, we caught you. up there with the archives. Praise God for that. Brother Pat, uh, before we close in prayer, how can people contact you in your ministry and support your work? Well, praise the Lord, Brother Shannon. I really appreciate being on the, the radio with you. It's an honor, I want to say that, to meet all the people out in Internet land. You can reach me very simply by my email. It's R-O-A-C-H, Roach Pat, P-A-T, at M-S-N.com. That's R-O-A-C-H, P-A-T, at M-S-N.com. Now, do you have PayPal or Cash App, any way people can support your ministry? Well, I have Cash App. Yes, I do. Do you know what that Cash App is? Uh, well, praise the Lord. I got it right here, Brother Sin. Let me see here. I and got or, it right here. <laughs> and or PayPal. Hallelujah. To G- yes, sir. Cash App. I've got it here, my man. I don't mean to. No, that's all right. Take your, take your time. Uh, I don't. Uh, it doesn't even say what it is. I don't know what it is, Kyle. I don't what. know what it is. To tell you, you the truth, I'd like to. F- and let me know what it is. Uh, what about PayPal? I promise you. Do you use PayPal? I use PayPal. PayPal also. Yes, I do. What is your PayPal email? Same as the email for you? Correct. R O A C H P A T at MSN.com. Okay, I'll put that in the show notes. Brother Pat, thank um, you, friend. What do you got available? this month for another date well I know I'm going to be with brother Joseph I believe in the fourth uh, weekend of I think it's the fourth Tuesday if I'm not mistaken okay we're going to do that I if you want me to do another one sometime during the month I'm pretty much available friend any Monday or Tuesday night right around this time okay if you need me to fill in I'd be glad that we can talk about it during the week very good I'm Sounds- pretty much pretty much available Sounds good to me. My friend, we love and appreciate you, and would you like to close us in prayer? I would. I thank you so much, Father God, for this message, and I've got to hear it myself. Just as I ministered the Word of God, I, it sunk right into my heart. Let us continue to cry unto you, O God. The poor man cried. The Lord heard him and delivered him out of all of his troubles. I thank you right now that you are a God that hears our cry. You're a God that's in the process of answering our cry, and nothing with you shall be impossible because you are the God of the impossible. Now, we take all the people on the inner land tonight, and we place them into the hands of a holy God. 
God. Let your will be done. Give them the desires of their hearts, oh God, and wash them afresh each and every day from anything that might not be like you. A holy person. We look for holy people, oh God, without spot or wrinkle. That's the church, oh God. Make us each and every one of us more like Jesus, oh God. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Fill us with your spirit each and every day that we might fulfill our destiny. The reason we were formed in our mother's womb and continue to minister to Brother Shannon as he keeps this ministry going, reaching the four corners of the earth. A special anointing and provision upon his life this day and every day. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen and amen. Okay, I received that, and it's an honor to work with you, my friend. This is a great morning today. Amen. We love you, Brother Pat. We'll see you again real soon. And God bless us, everyone. Thank you, sir. Amen. Pat Roach, hey, a quick update. Go over and check out OmegaManRadio.com sometime tonight from a computer. You want to see it on a full screen. I've got a uh, demo up there of the deliverance map. Go check it out. I just started putting together this hour, so I've got a lot of work to do on it, but let me know what you think. Tell me how it's coming along. Also, check out the magazines. I've got all 11 issues of the Omega Man magazine, free download and PDF. And if you sign up for Substack, you'll be getting the flipbook links that go with that. So you get the PDF, but there's also a flipbook. That's for anybody that signs up to the mailing list. It's free. Substack.com. Omegaman.substack.com. Um, anything you may want to find, omegamanradio.com. Also, for those that have WhatsApp or are interested in downloading the app, I've got an Omega Man uh, WhatsApp channel. It's for news alerts, photographs, other special things. I can get out to you really easy from my phone. Um, there you are. There's a link if you want to sign up for that. It doesn't give out your phone number to anybody, so it's all private. Okay, a couple of things out there for you to check out. Okay, God bless you. Let me save this. We're going to be right back. Stand by. <laughs> 